online course creator shares his knowledge about how to create and sell online courses. Today I'm happy to share with you my chat with my old friend Johnny Byrne. Johnny's a specialist online course creator for the last seven years. In our chat, he talks about how to decide on your course content, what tools and platforms to use, how to promote it and how to monetize it. I know some of you will want to create your own online courses and knowledge products, so you really should check this one out. See this and other great interviews at selfmakers.com forward slash show. Enjoy. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the Selfmaker Show. This is your host, Connor Lynch. Hi, Johnny. How are you today? I'm good, Connor. It's a pleasure to see you again after all these years. Yeah, likewise. So, Johnny, uh, for people that might not know you, do you want to tell us about your background? Sure. So, I'm based in Carrick and Shannon in lovely Leitrim, and I have been creating and helping people create online courses for the last seven years. Prior to that, I used to train and teach in social media. And um, we used to meet at events, you and I, and various other great people. And um, after a number of years of doing that, which it was very good to me, and social media was a very hot topic at the time, back in, God, 07 or 08, um, I just realized, I suppose, you know, I was, I was teaching the same thing, even though I was enjoying it, but it was over and over traveling around the country and, and different parts. And I was at a conference in London and every speaker over the weekend had digital products. They were selling eBooks, online courses. And then from their online courses, they were selling high ticket weekend programs where a group of people would actually get together. So being the nerd that I am, I said, this is for me. <laughs> um, I want to be able to scale and essentially get out of the time for money trap. So I researched how to create and launch online courses. And I got so excited about what I was starting to learn and the trends I could see in that whole area. Um, like it's seven years ago now. Um, I just started to move away from social media and actually pivot towards um, helping people to create online courses. Cause I'd learned a lot the hard way. And I, I also was a little bit jaded to be honest with, with social media. Um, I still love to use it, but I, my passion for teaching it and training in it began yeah. to dwindle. So that's what I do now. Great. Um, so similar journeys with regards to the digital marketing, social media, I did a lot of training. And then I, again, after a while, it became, yeah, it became harder to get excited about it. You think people should know this by now. You think, how, you know, setting up a Facebook page and getting started on Twitter, etc. So I can, I can totally relate to that. So um, what type of clients would you have worked for in the past? And did they migrate across with you? Or did you have to start finding all new clients? Yeah, it was pretty much all new clients. Um, I mean, when I set up the the music business, downloadmusic.ie, which is, is gone since, 
you know, I started to connect with people in, in various areas in the music business and in production and, and all that. And then when I set up Speakific, which, which was a public speaking platform, which I sold to a company in Belgium two years ago, I really started to get to know authors, speakers, trainers and coaches. And they're primarily who I, I work with. So essentially knowledge brokers. Um, there are people on my program who teach Tin Whistle, Angel Card Reading, yoga, millinery, hat making, um, and so on. But I'm beginning to focus more on, I have it kind of abbreviated down to um, stack, which is speakers, trainers, authors, coaches, and knowledge brokers. So they're really um, the people I work with now. They're, um, I suppose it's a natural progression for a lot of those, particularly because of COVID, um, but even pre-COVID to what I say is to say it once and sell it often, which is the name of the free guide on my website, um, yeah. shameless plug, but it is a free guide that people can go and have a look at. So um, it, I believe it's, it's a natural progression for, for those uh, type of, of uh, specialists and experts, essentially, yeah. who already have a course or a book or a coaching program, um, or they have a, a, a few keynote um, talks that they give as speakers then get in front of the, the camera and you don't even have to do that much camera work um, and record it and yeah. like the music business you know you could have a couple of number one albums in you and uh, it's only a matter of, of going to the studio or in my case having your own little um, home office studio and, uh, and recording it and getting it out there no, it's it's that's really great. So, I, so you've you've um, started to niche within a niche. Yeah. Case. So you, yeah. How, how did you like? That's really great that you understand your business so well and the people you want to work with. And mm. so how did tell it bit about that and how you figure that out? And sure. So the um, as a public speaker myself and setting up the public speaking business, um, and as a trainer, and I did I did some. Uh, coaching uh, programs to become a certified coach so I, I, I love people I, I love meeting people like you and um, you know uh, I could name a, a bunch of people that you and I know um, yeah. and, and I just love having that direct contact as opposed to corporate where the sales process can be long and mm. oh sorry I'm not the decision maker and we'll be back to you um, whereas if I'm talking to a speaker, yeah. they are their own person. The same with a trainer, an author, a coach. Um, and I can, I can, I, I'd like to think I can talk to talk with those people because I am a speaker and a trainer and a coach. I, I am look. I'm I'm working on the book to publish it this year. Um, around say it once, sell it often. So I, I plan to become an author. So, um. I just, I just like that space. I, I can learn from them myself. Um, and I'd like to think that I am in some way one of them. Um, so, you know, what, what do you speak about? What do you train about? Um, yes. So that's, that's a natural progression um, for yeah. them and for me. Um, and that's, that's how it was established. I suppose when I, when I launched my first, because my first online courses were in social media, the first one was Facebook for pharmacists because I had a few pharmacy mm. clients and um, I thought, well, if I can onboard them, which I know yeah. two or three already, um, I can go after the pharmacy market as a niche. 
And that worked out really well. I mean, if you go to a pharmacist and say you've got a course called Facebook for Pharmacists. Yeah. And again, this is back in um, April of 07. You're going to get a little bit of airtime, you know, and, and phone time with them because even calling calling them up and you say who you are from, you know, um, the training company and the name of the course is Facebook for Pharmacists and uh, it will contribute to your CPD and it's in line with the Irish Pharmacy Union guidelines on internet marketing because I did my research. Yeah. So, you know, anybody that's thinking about creating an online course, um, I, I have a formula that people can go through. It's not yeah, that yeah. scientific, but it, it, it takes maybe two or three minutes to do, but it'll help you establish not only mm. the topic to train on, with the people to train it to so um yeah that's that's how i i um i picked them yeah yeah that's great this the stack idea just to come up with a you know um a grouping and be that clear on it is great you know it's, it just helps you focus like a lot of people obviously don't focus and then they're all over sure yeah and i mean if, if you sell a product that you believe um lots of people want it can be very overwhelming for us as the business owner, when you wake up in the morning and go, who am I going to um, target or call or visit or write to or email or whatever today if, if it's for everyone? So even if it is for everyone, uh, it makes it a lot easier if you say, right, for the next month, I'm going to focus on pharmacists or I'm going to focus on speakers uh, and I'm going to go to um, events when they come back where speakers will be it just makes it so much easier. And if you meet a speaker, then you say, oh, what do yeah. you do? Well, I help speakers create online courses. And they go, hmm, I'm a speaker. Maybe we should talk. So it just makes it very, very well. It makes it a lot easier um, for us as the business owner to focus for sure. Because, um, yeah, time will get away on us if we don't. Yeah. Great. And so what did you... Uh, study originally did you study business or how did you get a become a, you know really good on business and technology sure so um i did a degree in um quality management as it happens in sligo in in it sligo um but quality management back then and i was there from 91 to 96 quality management back then was huge it was huge you could pick up the Times or the Independent, go to the job section and kind of go, yeah, I like to look at that job. Um, because quality was just huge. Everybody had to have it. There was new standards coming out. Eventually, it became everybody's responsibility, um, which became a big thing. And there's, there's very few quality managers in companies. There, there, there are roles for yeah. sure. Um, I suppose people start to realize there's no point in having somebody at the end of the process checking it when we could actually improve it at the beginning and during the process that, so yeah. anyway, um, <laughs> so my first job was in Ericsson and at loan and um, but I always wanted to be a, a consultant, a quality management consultant. And I remember even asking before I got my degree to the head of school, you know, what age do you think I could be to go out on my own as a quality management consultant? And I was 20 at the time and, he said, well, I'd say you'd want six to eight years experience at least. So I said, right, I'm going out on my own at 28. And I did. Um, yeah. But when I went to Ericsson, it was really in Ericsson in that loan that I got my teeth into the internet, so to speak. This is 
96, yeah. uh, the 1st of July, 1996, I started in Ericsson. And there was a guy sitting across to me and I could see him busily doing something. And I'm, I said, what are you doing there? He said, I'm making a website. I'm writing HTML. You're writing what now? <laughs> and he says, it's easy. Look, you go, uh, you know, tag this and go, hello, bracket, bracket, and bracket. <laughs> backslash and backslash HTML and all that and body and backslash body and all that. I go, I was just, as, as they say in Jerry Maguire, he had me at HTML. Uh, he had me at hello. So, um, yeah, I started to I started to learn how to to build websites uh, in my yeah. spare time when I was working in um, in Ericsson. And I ended up putting the quality management system online mm. um, because they were using the Internet so much. So um, but I always had a somewhere in me. It was like whether it was, uh, you know, the dream of being having your own business or whatever. Um, so eventually, yeah, I went out on my own in uh, 2001. Um, I left Ericsson, went to Galway for a while. Dad got ill and passed away in 2000. And um, a little local um, internet company or IT company who wanted to set up an internet division yeah. uh, asked me to join them. And um, I did that for a year and I went out on my own for a couple of years and it was great. And uh, then I joined the local enterprise office here in Leitrim for three years on a cross-border project. It was a big project. I think the budget was 1.1 million. Um, but the plan when that was over, and that's how I got my teeth into social media during that project, yeah. um, because it was really taken off back then. And download music happened and Speakific happened. Yeah. But yeah, so internet business has been in my in my sphere for for a long time even back to my first mm. job at ericsson i think it's, it sounds there's a lot of parallels to my own career sure. as well probably about mid 90s learning about the internet seeing it um, emerge at, uh, at the finish with college and then getting a job at an it company around 97 and they were helping auctioneers and dentists and doctors with with uh, uh, with internet and software for their business so it's um you have a lot, a lot of parallels but uh, you went out on your own a lot earlier, so you've been working for yourself for nearly 20 years, uh, yeah. pretty much, yeah? yeah so how, You'd never think I was 63, <laughs> would you? Um, so how do you, how do you, do you like, is that more challenging now than it was? Is it getting easier? Is it, um, how is it like being your own boss? Yeah, I, I love it. Um, I mean, when I was doing the, the interview for the local enterprise office, um, Joe Lowe, who's the head of enterprise um, uh, still, within the council and the local enterprise office, he said to me, how will you feel like going from having no boss to having a boss? You know, kind of <laughs> tongue in cheek, but, but I said, Joe, I'd be delighted to have just one boss because when you work for yourself, yeah. you have a, a few bosses, i.e. your clients. Yeah. And I know you have a bit of flexibility, but you do, you are responsible to a lot of people at the same time. So, um, but the business I'm in now and for the last seven years, creating online courses, um, it's, a, it's a dream business because um, if, when you make a great course and um, people go through it, granted, they might email you a couple of questions or actually they, yeah. they put the questions into the system. So it's a, it's a dream business for, for a business owner because um, you, you, know, you provide the course, they go through it answer a few questions, help them as best you can. But they're, you know, they're, they're not on their own, but they kind of are. Um, yeah. 
from the point of view that they're going through the material themselves and hopefully they're executing what they're mm-hmm. learning. Um, and you could have a thousand people on an online course and it, it doesn't have major impact on your on your time, but it has a great impact on your yeah. on your income. So um, I'm, I'm I guess I'm, I'm lucky that way or I've created my own look in that space. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I when I wasn't doing that, for sure, it's it, it's it's tough. And, um, you, you know, you're you're responsible for everything and you're doing a lot of the things you're keeping um your bookkeeping going and you're keeping the the clients coming in and people say to me are you busy and i used to say well if i'm not busy doing the work i'm busy looking for it or i'm busy looking to get paid for it yeah um so (laughs) but you know as i say you know an entrepreneur is someone that's willing to work 60 plus hours a week rather than 40 for somebody else so um i i love it and um so yeah, um, there's, it it has its its ups and downs, but I mean, what I'm doing now, and hmm. not that I'm grateful to be profiting from a pandemic, but I think 2020 was my busiest year in business, um, and I was delighted to be able to help training companies yes. who had to shut down to open up again online. And lots yeah. of them had been thinking about it anyway. Lots of them hadn't, but yeah. now we're forced into yeah. it. Yeah even if they were busy giving courses with local enterprise offices, mm. they were saying, can you, can you do it online? And they were like, um, yeah, I can, but I have to figure it out first. Yeah. Great. So there's, um, you mentioned earlier about why you might do it and what type of people might do it. But uh, I'm going to talk for a minute about the type of tools and technologies and mm. how, how, how might you do it, you know, as well as working with somebody like you Um maybe in parallel with work with somebody like you, what kind of uh, infrastructure or tools and platforms would be used? Yeah, so um, there's thankfully a lot of choice. In fact, there's so much choice now that um, it can be a little bit overwhelming. Um, and that's why I, I take people through um, primarily two types of setup for making their courses, uh, one on a lower budget and one on a, yeah. on a higher budget. And again, they, they both even the higher budget comes in at under a thousand euro for um, all the equipment that I have here. Um, but essentially, yeah, the, the starting point is to, is to pick your topic um, and then decide, well, you know, does it lend itself to um, PowerPoint slides or any type of slides? Do I need to do demonstrations? Am I teaching yeah. people how to use software? Am I teaching them how to use hardware? Uh, which is essentially demonstrations. Um, so it's really to pick a topic. So I, I take people through four Ps. One is positioning. Uh, what do you know the best that you're best known for? The next one is the pain point. So what problem do you solve? What transformation mm-hmm. does your course bring to people? What will exist for them after they take the training? And then people. Um, what people have that pain and are willing to pay for it. Yeah. And of course, passion then, are you passionate about the subject? Because mm. you and I could create courses on social media, but we both agree that our, our passion for that subject is gone. So mm. if you don't have passion for the subject, it's going to possibly even come through in your videos and in your marketing. And you mightn't be as excited about answering the questions as quickly as you should and all that. Yeah. They're the, the, the four Ps um, that I take people through. And of course, Price is another one. You got to consider: is it worth doing? And then you you decide: well, is it me on camera? Is it me with with some slides, uh, or is it, is it just slides? And 
I would highly recommend that you need to be on camera um, within reason as much as possible because it's expected. Yeah. Um, it's a great engaging experience for the student because they feel like you're there with them and they get to know, like, and trust you a lot quicker. Um, and they, you know, and, and, and they're because they feel like the, that you're there with them. So um, I made a lot of courses with a, a webcam, the, the Logitech C920. It's still one of the go-to cameras. There's the C920S that came out recently. You'll pick it up for less than 100 euro. Um, lights are essential. I do joke with people that if you have enough lights, you'll look like something in a, or somebody in a witness protection program. They'll barely be able to see you and they won't recognize your voice. So it's important to, I can't stress uh, how much you need a couple of decent lights. I mean, I could turn off the ones I have here and you'd see the difference. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, a decent microphone and, and just map out your content. And um, the formula that I suggest to people is five sections with five lessons in each section with five slides in each lesson. And the fifth slide is an example if you're using slides. And that just makes it quantifiable in your, for you as the online instructor, the trainer, um, that you're not getting overwhelmed because we tend to give a lot as, as specialists and experts and trainers. And we, want, we, we believe that if we give them everything, they'll love the course. But nobody wakes up in the morning going, woohoo, I'm going to buy an eight-hour course today. Uh, if you could teach them in five minutes, they'd, they'd, they'd be <laughs> delighted. So... Of course, we can. So I, I would suggest to people, particularly for their first course, and again, it depends on the topic, but 60 to 90 minutes. So if it's 90 minutes, it follows the 555. It's 30 videos, three minutes each, kind of the, the, the average length of a song. Yeah. And uh, then you, you record that and you publish it on a learning management system. So there's about four, four, sorry, 500 learning management systems. So you would be familiar with a content management system yeah, for yeah, yeah. like WordPress and, and, sure. and Wix and Weebly and so on. So learning management is the same. Uh, it's a system, a website, essentially, software as a service that allows you to upload your videos in the order in which you want people to yeah. go through the course. So you have sections and lessons or lectures. You upload your videos. You can upload PDF documents. And um, so you have a number of workbooks that you have so people could download what we call cheat sheets or resources. Um, if you're teaching cookery, you might have a downloadable recipe that people can print out. They're all examples of cheat sheets or uh, course resources. So uh, you can have unlimited videos, unlimited students. Um, they do all the hosting. They'll handle the, the, the payment gateway. Um, you can log in then and see what students are yeah. on what course, what stage they're at in the course. Um, any questions that they've asked, uh, you can ask them to do quizzes to check in that they're actually learning. Yeah. Um, so the main ones are Teachable, Thinkific, New Zendler, or Zendler, but now called New Zendler, and Kajabi. Um, they're the kind of go-to ones, um, and there's five or 600 others. Some people do look at getting a few WordPress plugins and yeah. hosting it that way i'm not a big fan of that because there's a lot of moving parts one plugin might break another wordpress can update and everything breaks that kind yeah. of thing. i love wordpress i'm just yeah. not a huge fan of doing it that way it is possible you have lifter lms and learn dash and a ton yeah. of others 
but I, I just wouldn't be a big fan of those. So I use Teachable at the moment. Yeah. Um, you can start for free with up to 10 students. Give it a go. Uh, it's $39 a month thereafter. Um, the commission goes from 10%. Their commission goes from 10% to 5% plus credit card, which is about 3%. So they'll take about 8%. Um, so you have, for $39 a month, you can put up all your courses. It'll host all your videos, unlimited students, handles payments. You can create coupons to yeah. give out to a school, um, you know, a kind of a volume discount coupon. Um, you can allow your students to be affiliates so they get paid a commission if they refer a friend. That's all built into the software. So they're all great. They all do um, what you need. And yeah. then a few of them might have an extra couple of features or functions or bells and whistles that may be specific to the course that you're delivering and the students yeah. are working with. But otherwise, any of them are good to get going. Kajabi is about $150, $160 a month. US, so um, it's on the higher end. But as mm. I say to people, if it's a cost, you're not using it properly because, yeah, you know, if you sell, you know, if you sell a hundred courses for a hundred euro, it's ten k. Um, you know, this should not be seen as there might be cost for the first month or two. Yeah, but I just say to people, like, if you're starting a taxi service, you can't say I'm starting a taxi service today, but I'm going to buy the car in six months' time. There are a couple of fundamental costs that you will yeah. need to, but I, I think they're, that you need to invest in, but I think they're negligible. Yeah. Um, when you think of what you might pay to get somebody to build you some of these things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So that's a great rundown of the, of the, of the tools and the um, various platforms. Uh, I know there's, there's a lot of other ones like Udemy and there's, yeah. um, there's loads of other uh, platforms for, for distribution. Um, yeah. is that something that you do as well or what you consider think about yeah so uh, the main ones would be um, Udemy um, some people say Udemy but Udemy because it's a play on the word academy yeah. um, it's got about uh, 50 to 60,000 uh, online instructors it's got over 50 million students so it's the Amazon of courses so to speak so I know Amazon sell everything now, but yeah. back in the day when they started, they sell books. So Amazon and books is like Teachable, or sorry, Udemy and courses. Um, so it's a marketplace. It also is a learning management system because you can publish your course in there. The challenge with Udemy is every course is usually on offer, which means that if you're charging 100 or 500 for your course, yeah. it's unlikely you get an Udemy because you can opt out of the promotions but then yeah. you're opt out of the marketing that they do. So you're typically looking at making anything from five to 10 euro because they take yeah. a, a huge commission. However, uh, they have the eyeballs. So, you know, I know people that's making from a thousand a month to 40,000 a month on Udemy. Now, Phil Ebner is the guy on Udemy that's making $40,000 a month, um, but he's got over 70 courses. Yeah. So, you know, he's got all his eggs in that basket. He's about yeah. six years on Udemy. It didn't happen overnight. Um, but you can see the level of income. So what I would suggest to people is definitely have a look at Udemy and Skillshare is another one. They'd be the two main ones. A few have mm. tried and, and, and given up. Udemy has really uh, captured it. So you can do it for research. You could type yeah. in social media, yeah. um, cake decorating, yoga, etc. And just see 
Mm. So the courses, the curriculum, or people, the feedback, you could even buy one for a tenor. Mm. Uh, I bought one on vMix, which is a type of software for broadcasting um, last week for $12.99. And uh, so it's a great platform for, for learning. But the challenge is that, um, y- you know, y- you should opt into the promotions to get the, the potential yeah. marketing. But you will be getting... Um, as they say in the US, you know, 10 cents on the dollar, so to speak. Uh, you never get the student's email. Um, you can encourage them to go from Udemy to your website and maybe for a lead magnet to get their name and email. But typically, um, it can be very difficult to get them from there to, to your website. Some people have managed, but see, Udemy are, are kind of monitoring that as well. Yeah. They, they don't want they don't want to have a hole in their boat, so to yeah, speak, that, yeah. that they're losing people. Um, so yeah. what some people do um, and what I do is you, you can put a light version of a course on Udemy yeah, yeah. and the higher price version of it on, on your, let's say, your self-hosted, let's say, Teachable with a link from your website. Yeah. So um, what other people do is you can buy the courses individually on Udemy. Mm. Or for a monthly fee, you can get all my courses, the same courses, through my uh, my own platform, i.e. Teachable or Thinkific or Zenler or Kajabi. So yeah. there's different ways to do it. I know, for example, David McWilliams had a course on Udemy and, and then he took it off. Um, and I think primarily for the reason that like his course, I, last time I, I, I was uh, listening to him, it was about 500 euro. Um, so some of the most, the big names in, in, in online courses, um, wouldn't be on Udemy yeah. uh, because it, with respect, it's, it kind of is more the bargain basement. Yeah. There's great courses on it yeah. and they do check the quality to a certain extent, but everything's always on offer. Yes. Um, so yeah. we just need to be mindful of that, but um, it, it's worth considering, you know, yeah. um, because when you think of what you need to do to promote and market your own course, um, obviously you're charging, a lot more for or you're keeping a lot more of the profits yeah and so it's it's worth it's definitely worth checking out for sure uh, even to take a few courses on something that you want to upskill and and i know a very successful software company in dublin who would um take your udemy courses on your cv into consideration it it shows initiative and that you're you're willing to learn beyond what you did in college and stuff so they might there might be a certificate a certificate out of it yeah and um, but you've you know there's some wonderful courses on app development like and they are big courses because they need to be and uh, there could be eight to 16 to 20 hours but if you want to go from being a social media person to an app development or if you want to go from driving a taxi to be an app developer they're what i call yeah. career courses and you are going yeah. to have to put in the time you know the ten thousand hours <laughs> potentially ten thousand hours or, potentially yeah, yeah. So that's that's really really interesting, and I, I've heard by people using the likes of Udemy as a signpost over to back to their own their own um, location, which um, which you've referenced there, which is great. Is there? Yeah, any you other... can put a bonus lesson in at the end, and that's where yeah. you can mention your own stuff. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Um, you mentioned there are some of the like the leaders in online learning. Um, who would you see like as being some of the top names in delivering online courses and on education in yeah, so the, the people I follow um, would be James Wedmore, Amy Porterfield, 
um, I used to follow David Seitman Garland, uh, Pat Flynn. Um, who else comes to mind? Um, there's a, a, a lady called Jenny Blackwell. She um, helps people create online courses for corporate. Yeah. Um, following her. Um, they would be the, the main ones. And then I, I follow a bunch of um, course creators um, like Kat Caroy, who has Instagram makeover. Um, it's £297, really great course. So I follow people who have yeah. created courses in their space. Yeah. And I follow people who help people create online courses. Yeah. Because um, I need to um, <laughs> keep up to keep up with the trends yes um and of course i have my own insights on the whole thing as well brilliant and what type of trends uh what's where do you think it's going and what type of uh, things should people be watching out for in the next couple of years yeah i i think it's um it's only going to become more popular and grow because of the affordability and the accessibility to the knowledge yeah um you know i remember a couple of years ago going on to you to me and buying a course for ten dollars on how to use a green screen um, and instead of watching netflix or whatever yeah. just you know sat there on the couch and you know obviously i'm a bit of a nerd but, but, but nerd. my point is that as i was watching i'm going i'm here on the tv taking a course that you you couldn't do physically in ireland um or yeah. god knows where you yeah. could do it mm. and of course with covid you can't do it now anyway but there was nobody doing a course on green screen in ireland so that instant access to just-in-time learning, the affordability yeah. and the accessibility. So I think it's just going to get more and more popular. And um, as employers start to um, take them even more seriously as part of your CV, it's just going to blow up. Um, and obviously yeah. online learning is huge now, uh, or, or at least blended um, in terms of you go in for some lectures and then you, you do the rest online. So I think it's just going to get bigger and yeah. bigger. I think the technologies have become very affordable for yeah. to, to allow people to get going in this platform. I think memberships is a big trend as well. Mm -hmm. um, lots of people are taking courses. Um, it's the same offline, but they don't implement the learning. Um, so it's, as we call the knowing doing gap. Um, so they, they have all the knowledge, but they're mm -hmm. still not doing it. Yeah. Um, so membership is where you pay um, a monthly fee. It can be $10. It could be $1,000 a month. But you, you meet in a group Zoom. So my program, for example, uh, say it once, sell it often. We meet today, every Friday at 12 o'clock for a group Zoom. And it's essentially for encouragement, accountability and support. Uh, people feel part of a community. They hear the answers to other questions. They get to ask yeah. other questions. Yeah. And it's a nice... Uh, intimate close group in a group zoom and yes I have to turn up for it because uh, I, I of course I like to but it is alive and <laughs> uh, but they go through what they can go through yeah. in the videos themselves so I think membership a lot of course creators like I bought a membership program about membership yeah. um, during the summer for two thousand uh, dollars from mm. Stu McLaren called Tribe in Canada mm. um, and I know two other people locally that bought it yeah. so that's the possibility yeah. That, yeah, a, yeah. that a guy I've never met in now I've been following him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously you do your due diligence and, and read the reviews and stuff. But a guy in, in, in Montreal uh, selling a $2,000 program. Um, he's and cracked, I, I he's cracked the litre market. 
He's cracked the liter market. I mean, he can he can he can stop now. You know, he, <laughs> his his life is complete. Um, yeah. So my friend James bought it, and and um, uh, another guy in, in Mullingar that's connected to me bought it as mm. well. So it just shows you the reach. Mm. I did an event last year with uh, Louise McDonald, who's a Facebook ad expert, and uh, we did a, an online event called Reach More, Teach More. So she did the reach more yeah, ads with Facebook and I did the teach more where, you know, I mean, if you have a thousand euro program yeah, um, and you can sell it to a thousand people, I, I haven't got there yet. But my point is that a thousand euro isn't a huge cost yeah. for people who really want the, the, the training, the learning, the expertise and a thousand people online, Connor, as you know, yeah. um, isn't a big number. But that's a million euro. Yeah. Um, even if it takes it three to five years. Um, and it's not about necessarily the money yeah. either. It's the freedom that it gives you because yeah. you could work a couple of hours a week making sure that the, the questions are being answered. And yeah. if you have a thousand students, you'll have a team yeah. of one or two people who can give the boilerplate answers. Yeah. And I know that that's one of the, the issues I had with going down the course route for uh, social media is that it was so perishable. Content was so perishable, you'd be updating it almost daily or weekly because yeah. things were changing so fast. So it's great that you've gone into something now that uh, is more evergreen. That yeah. means that, you, that things can last and stay on sale for longer. And then uh, I think that's, that's an important consideration for people, I guess, when they're choosing their course. Yeah, if you're going to um, train, like the people that are still training, in social media have picked a platform. So Kat Caroy has picked Instagram. John yeah. Loomer and Louise uh, have picked Facebook ads. Um, other people have just LinkedIn and they just live and breathe um, LinkedIn or Instagram, whatever it is. Because as you rightly say, it could be, the screen could be blue today and green tomorrow and all your videos are out of date. Um, so it, it was one of the reasons I got out of training social media. But if I was to go back, yeah. I would pick the one that I love the most uh, and keep that up to date. Yeah. But it, it is, um, you know, it, it is a course that's going to need more tender, loving care as opposed to um, marketing or sales or even online courses. I go through a strategy and yeah. a frame, framework and the platforms might change. But that doesn't matter because I don't I don't teach the platforms. They have videos and yeah. tutorials that yeah. they keep up to date that very I signpost good. people to. Yeah, very good. You know, but at least they, when they come to my course, they may never have heard of Teachable Thinkific, New Zealand or yeah. Kajabi. Yeah. And I, I go through the, the pros and cons of each of them and I've used them yeah. all. Yeah. And if a new shiny one comes out that I believe is worth learning about, I'll have a Check look it at out, it. Yeah. And then I'll make a judgment call. But I'll signpost people to the specific videos I believe they should watch provided by the software provider. And yeah. it's up to them to keep them up to date. Yeah, very good. And just kind of to wrap up, um, Johnny, uh, any, any books or podcasts or any, any kind of source of fountains of knowledge that you kind of, I know you mentioned a lot of things there, but is there anything in, in, in addition to that that you think a self-maker, somebody on their own setting up their business and trying to get going uh, would list, should listen to? Yeah, so I have a, a free guide uh, called Say It Won't Sell It Often. It's about 30 pages, but it, it goes through the, fr the framework 
um, in that guide that is the thousand yeah. euro course or nine nine seven. Um, who do I listen to? I I, I bought a book a couple of years ago called uh, Teach and Grow Rich, yeah. which is a play on Think and Grow Rich uh, by Danny Inney. Um, really great book um, on. The, the, the trends, as we've mentioned, in online learning and also um, why you should get started and how. Um, so I really like Danny and his style. And, and um, as I say, uh, I listened to James Wedmore's podcast, Business by Design. It's more on the mindset and that side of the thing. But um, his success, he, was, he used to be a barman and then he, his first course was, um, or his YouTube videos was on making cocktails and being a bartender. Uh, and the rest is history. He's making about nine point six million dollars a year now. Now he's got a few. He's got an agency now that helps people and stuff. But yeah. very very successful online course creator. Um, I like Stu McLaren and Tribe. The whole membership side. Um, Amy, Amy Porterfield's got the Digital Course Academy. Um, she's got a good podcast as well. Um, I love Donald Miller's work on story brand for, yeah, for marketing and, yeah. and your website and telling your story and um, not specifically re related to courses, but yeah, really, really powerful stuff. Seen that. Very good. And um, he did his program online there in the summer. And I think it was four, nine, seven in dollars. And he had 5,500 people paid to watch that live over a weekend. And you got the yeah. recording as well. So, because uh, he used to do a three thousand dollar ticket event in in um, in uh, Nashville, so yeah. I think it's Nashville. So uh, he took it online. So I, I love Donald's work as well. Um, they would be kind of the main ones. Yeah, yeah. that's brilliant. And, I, and I'm really and this guy Connor Lynch as well. <laughs> as well, yeah. That's good. It's so good to reconnect. And um, how do people, you know, uh, follow you and um, check out your your work? Sure. Yeah. So um, the website is my name, johnnyburn.com. It's spelled B-E-I-R-N-E. -E. It looks like Bernie, but it's actually Burn. Um, and you'll get the free guide there. And, um, you know, you'll, you'll have my email from that as well. And you'll probably get a few uh, follow ups to, to uh, some free for additional free content. I have a Facebook group, uh, which is quite active, called Say It Once, Sell It Often as well. Um, but yeah, the website, get the guide, reach out to me. You can book a free call on my website for 15 minutes where we can do a rapid fire Q&A round of yeah. um, where people might be stuck in getting started or they've started and now they're stuck with launching it or they've launched it, but yeah. it's not selling like it, like it should. Or they just want a bit of a sounding board sometimes. Am I doing it right? And in a lot of cases, mm -hmm. thankfully, they are so. Well, it's been fascinating to to learn about your all your new work because it's been a while since we spoke. But um, sure. I'm, I'm, it's hugely impressive. I'm delighted that things are going well. Thank and you. I hope you have um, you know lots of success in the future, and we're going to start working together hopefully on on some project because um, it be, would be great yeah, to, I hope to do so. that. Yeah, yeah, I'd love that. And thanks for the opportunity for the for today's interview. Yeah, it was my pleasure. So, Tyson Johnny, thank you so much, and hopefully talk to you again soon. Great, Connor. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Please subscribe for future episodes and join our community on members.selfmakers.com. At Selfmakers, we believe you can be your own business and achieve self-made success.
This show is shared with you to help you succeed, so please share with others to help them succeed too. Please visit selfmakers.com and follow hashtag selfmakers on social media. Bye for now. Thank you.